The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show, Man Oh Man, a nail-biter in San Diego. Who would have thought? Certainly not me. We're going to talk about that and more here on show 480. That's 480, folks. A new record for the Raider Nation podcast. And before I get into the show, there's a couple of newsworthy events in the mix. Alden Smith is still in limbo. Now, there's been a lot of talk about him coming back. Sure would help our defense. But Goodell is playing those Goodell games. You know, (laughs) he is who he is. You know, you got to hate him because you certainly can't love him. On another note, the stadium in Las Vegas is looking pretty pretty doggone secure. Uh, Mark Davis is pretty confident. Uh, there's not any whisperings in the NFL. The owners kiboshing it. Matter of fact, the owners are starting to lean towards it. So I will say this. We're looking at maybe one, perhaps two seasons left in Oakland. And then Mark Davis can take his team to Sin City, and we'll just see how that works out. I hope not. But uh, that's how it's looking right now. And, uh, well, there's always a chance, but it certainly is dwindling very quickly. And the reason I say that is you have to follow the money. It's about the money. Oakland has no money, and Vegas has $750 million, along with a bunch of investors that want to put their money in the pie as well. You know, we're outgunned, folks. I hate to say it, but... um, It looks like money talks. You know, these greedy NFL owners all want a piece of the pie, which they will get in the relocation fee. And that is all I have to say about that. And the most important thing I need to say is Merry Christmas to the Raider Nation. May God bless the Raider Nation, keep us all safe, and in this time where we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior, our great counselor, the great physician, the one who can hold you in his heart and hold your heart as well, you just must celebrate this because in a world full of no hope, there is hope. This is the only hope. That is for sure. Amen. All right, it's time to figure out what's on this doggone show. <laughs> All right, I'm Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have the post game for the chargeless, nutless, boatless Chargers who try to make a run, and well, they fell short by three points. Too close to game for this Raider fan, but we got the W. It seems to be the chant of the season. We got the W. Also, we got to do a pregame for My Blue Ponies. Yes, the Indianapolis Colts are coming to Oakland on a Saturday Christmas Eve. At 1.05, the kickoff will happen. Should be a nice day, beautiful day after rain on Friday, I'm hoping. And the Raiders should be in great shape. We'll talk about that. There's a lot that needs to be accomplished in this game, and uh, we need to see it if we're going to be making it to the playoffs. 
This is a must win for them as well as it is for us. That and the bone light should wrap up the show. It's unbelievable. We're here. It's December, and we're talking playoffs? Playoffs? That's right. get this play stopped in less than 15 yards they will take over san diego left one timeout remaining rivers back in his end zone gets hit by Irving from behind throws intercepted by reggie nelson go down reggie wants to run it back 20 15 he dives down now and he goes down the raiders have got the game bruce Irvin supplied the pressure from behind and reggie nelson comes up with his fourth interception as a raider and this one to secure a playoff spot for the silver and black. The long drought is over. The Raiders are going back to the playoffs. On a beautiful Southern California day, the Oakland Raiders defeated the San Diego chargeless, nutless, boltless Chargers in their house, which really wasn't their house. There's speculation on how many fans there were on silver and black. From 75 to 90 percent, either number is abysmal for the Charger fan. I've said it a million times, and I mean it. They have the worst fan base in all sports. You just name a sport and talk about fans, and San Diego is rock bottom. They have never gotten support from their community. They've never gotten support. Even when they were winning and going to playoff games, they couldn't fill their stadium. A pathetic example of spineless, powder blue fans. Unbelievable how no respect. And they're going to move to Los Angeles. That's another thing, let me say. I'd move to Los Angeles just because of the disrespect you're getting there in the local area. Unbelievable. But the silver and black was in the house, as I knew it would be, just way more than usual. I think the San Diego fan has given up on this team Uh, They gave up a long time ago, trust me. This is a game I was hoping the Raiders would come out and dominate, completely win this game outright, and it did not happen. Derek Carr is having trouble with his finger. That is obvious to this Raider fan. The fact that he has to be in that shotgun or he has to be in the pistol, whatever the formation is, he can't be under center, really puts a kibosh on our run game. We could not blow into the end zone like we normally do because... Carr could not be under center. That's number one reason. To me, it starts with the inability to run under center with the quarterback. It's just not the same. When you're when they had a first and goal on San Diego's one yard line when they ran that middle screen to Alawale, you thought they're in. No question. Murray gets sledgehammered. They try to throw a, a corner route to Clive. It's flat. Third down, he gets sledgehammered. 
What are you seeing? Because I am greatly concerned with the short yardage and goal line offense with the quarterback's inability to go under center. I'll tell you this. What I know for sure, they will not go far in the playoffs if they can't get under center. I'm, it's, it's possible but not probable. Just well, your, your, li- your eyes, Papa, aren't lying to you. When you're in the shotgun, when I'm at fullback, they tell you, look, Lorenzo, you be at four, your foot, four and a half, your, your feet at four and a half, and sometimes five. That's when you're the fullback in the middle of the field. Now, when you get on the goal line, they tell the fullback to cheat up to four, a full yard. Usually the tailback in the eyes at seven, six and a half, toes at seven. But out of the gun, now you got to realize out of the gun, he's at eight. So now you want to try to change all this on the goal line? The defense, they're too big, they're too strong, they're too fast. You can't ask offensive linemen the whole double teams in a gun. So I'm telling you right now, if Carr's finger don't get better, if McGloin doesn't either come in on goal line, because I don't care if you're running power, you're running ISO, you're running lead, you're running 90 power. 90 power but you can't have- run those. Out of the gun. That's that's, that's the problem. No, so that's why you so bring what, McGloin. So what Lowe's saying is put bring McGloin in, uh, Bill. On the goal put line. him under center and just let the backup quarterback run it under center and just go power out, out of that. Because mm. you know, everybody in the building knows that you still can do the K4 with a fullback in the flat or you run the gun, you run the eye, rather run eye and run power, run the blast. And McGloin needs to stay ready. Mentally, he's going to challenge him to stay ready on the sideline, take some snaps from the backup center, stay engaged. And you got to do that. And McGloin can throw a little K5 or a little fullback in the flat and the tight end yeah, drag. That's action. a little yeah. play action. That's the basic play. Hard to pick those plays off. So, yeah, they have to do that, Pop, because you are not going to go far if you have to sit down there in the gun. Can't do it, Bill. Have you ever seen a team do it, though? No. At any level, have you been watching Bill or, or Lowe? Have you ever seen a team do that, bring another quarterback because they, no, for whatever no. reason, the quarterback's hand is hurt and you have to just change the quarterback to get under center? You ever heard of a concept no. like that? I mean, no, because you know th- th- this whole shotgun for the entire game, this is all a fairly new concept right. over the last you know seven to ten years, right? right? Yeah, the Raiders were never in a shotgun. Yeah. Until 2005, Kerry Collins got in it, and Al almost had a coronary. He never liked it. But now everybody does it, but it just it does limit your running game, Bill. And, and guys are no. running through the gaps. They're, you can't hold the blocks, Bill. No, you can't. You can't. hold the blocks. It's impossible, Pop. They, they had a week and a half off between the Kansas City game and the, and the San Diego game, and he still really, they were not comfortable putting him under center. And I know one play he went under center, but I don't think they were to snap it. I think he was going to back up. He was trying to draw their front. Uh, to encroach, and they did. Uh, Bosa jumped. So are we worried that it's maybe more than just a a, a double uh, dislocation and he may have something more severe there? And is there going to be a point if the Raiders get a bye week between the last game of the regular season and they get one of the top two seeds and get a bye to the uh, divisional round that that finger will fully heal and he will be able to go back under center this year? I mangled one of my, my middle finger on the right. I mangled it in practice when I was in Denver, and it was a double dislocation. And they put it back in, and then I taped it. And literally for a year, when I had to engage a tight end and grab him and get control of him and hold him, it was like somebody was just taking a knife and jabbing it right in that knuckle. 
So this is just an issue where got to suck it up. He's got to suck it up and realize it's going to hurt. It's like when you got a stinger. Oh. When you're a linebacker or a fullback, you got a stinger, and you got a pinched nerve in your neck, and you know you got to take on a guard on every play, or you got to hit a tight end on every play with your helmet, and you know you're going to get a, a zing. Zing. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, but playing linebacker is different than quarterback. Is, is it is it a, a pain threshold thing? Or when they, if that ball does hit that pinky, is that going to? How's he going to throw the ball on that play? Is I, it going to compromise his ability to have dexterity and touch and be able to throw the ball? You see it. You're starting to see it now. But he's got to make sure when if he does go into center pops, he's got to make sure his hands are open and he's going to be making a conscious effort to make sure that center gets there. Now think about it. And you guys go back to this. And you guys think about it. If you're the center. Now you know this too, Pop and Bill. Now if I'm if I'm snapping, long snapping, the ball yeah. I would center. What does he got to have? Touch. He's snapping it to the quarterback. He is not when he's underneath center. What does the center? The center knows he's got a man on him. He's boom. He's getting that ball back right yeah, away. Popping it. popping it. When he's right. long snapping, it's about touch. He can't throw the ball back to the guy in the gun. And defensive guys see how slow the ball's coming off of the center's hand, and they get the jump. That's why the running game isn't effective. That's why the passing game isn't effective. You can't do this all the time. I'm telling you. And there's and there, and there's also different depth having him in the yes. pistol up a yard. And I don't know if you've noticed, but it's, it's driving me nuts. Mm. He's snapping the ball low. There was one sequence the other game, and he also did it in Kansas City where he had like four or five in a row that were low. So Derek's got to go back down to his ankle. Right, because he's trying to speed it up to get the ball quicker. And it's, it's touch. You can't just put your head down and not look and snap the ball. It's a touch. We also had drop balls by Cooper and Crabtree and a, a myriad of other players that this just cannot happen in the playoffs. We are not doing ourselves any favors, and it's really – a memory of last season because this is exactly what happened last year. The offense, which was dominant in the beginning of the season, faded to nothing at the end, and the defense rose from the ashes to be a formidable force, which is exactly what happened in this game. Watching that stadium rock and just seeing yeah. the, the great duel of jubilation when the players and coaches – all day, all morning, watching that Kansas City loss and just leading into it, it made that game so big, so huge. And I'm telling you right now, these guys have a lot to play off of and a lot to play for now, and they understand they control their destiny moving forward. You know what? It would not have felt the same had they won the game and on Sunday in San Diego and Kansas City had won the game. It just would not have felt the same. The fact that they lost, as you say, they strangled Travis Kelsey – Suck up, hits the field goal. I mean, that set the tone for the entire day on Sunday was having the Chiefs lose and the Raiders could get in and also do it with the thoughts of winning the AFC West. That's the key. You know, it's unbelievable to me that we only won this game 19-16. to 16. We should have beat them soundly. We had a fumble and an interception. We, we took the ball away from them twice. And... You know, we, we fumbled and bumbled our way to a win. And I know it's a win. I'm happy about the win. But this is not the time of the season to have these kind of wins. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. That's how I feel about this team. I'd love to go into the playoffs with a level of confidence that we can play a full 60 minutes against any great team. And, and that's kind of bugging me right now. 
This is the only worry I have. And I, hey, I want to sit here and be all praise and things are awesome, but I'm not feeling like they're playing their best football right now. And the teams, right, the teams that are playing their best football now, that carries you into the playoffs. And you want that momentum going in because it's hard. Because once you, once you get in the playoffs, you're playing the best of the best. Sure. And everybody, it's live bullets, and it's intense, it's fierce, and everybody's going to give you their all-out best. The only thing I'm happy about, Papa, even though they're not playing their best, is defense is playing better. Not saying not a third down they wasn't that efficient, but when they no. needed to step up and play big, they've been doing it. They did it against Kansas City these last couple of weeks. Defense, to me, has gotten better. But the way Murray ran the ball, excellent running. Rashard Washington, good job. Uh, Crabtree with his toe-tapping touchdown saved the day for the Oakland Raiders. Again. Um, so, you know, we were – time of possession. We had about a, a, a five-minute cushion of more time. We had more first downs, 18 to 14, I believe it was. But Cooper has got to be – a more of a factor. I know that they're doubling him and he's had some problems, but they need to get the ball to Cooper more. They need to show that that threat is real and the rest of the receivers need to catch the doggone football. Which leads me to the other part of what's concerning me, Bill. You, you were worried about the offense and I, I am concerned about Amari Cooper. I, I just, I thought he played terribly, terribly in Kansas City. He just didn't have any fire hit him at all. There were some plays he just took it off completely, didn't block, didn't finish his route. And I was critical of Bill Musgrave and, you know, get him the ball more. Involve 89 of your first 15 scripted. I want eight going to 89. Throw it to him, hand it to him, whatever. Get him going. But he's just running idle right now. At the end of last year, it was a foot injury. He shows up on the injury port with a shoulder. I don't know how big of a deal that is, but He's just not the player he was earlier in the year, guys. How do we get Amari Cooper, your best weapon on offense, going here? Some guys, and I don't know what it is, some guys just mentally get tired. They just can't sustain it the whole season. And I I think about Jerry Rice. If he didn't get the football five to eight times in a game where he wasn't the primary receiver, he was going to let people know about it. And I think Amari Cooper, I don't think he has that kind of fire. He doesn't say a word. But we need him to say a word, and we need him to step up. Or, as you said, we need Bill Musgrave, whether it be a reverse, quick pass, get slant, get him involved early real early in the game to where he's a part of it. Otherwise, it's at a point where he did he what didn't even exist in that game. Look where he's good at. And Bobby, you're you're up close. You get to make the calls. Now check this out. Everyone says he's been one of the best receivers in and out of breaks. Yeah. And even at Alabama, they ran the eye eye off the true eye. They got an eye. And when they're an eye here at the Raiders, now when you do play action, so when Amari stops his feet, stutter stutter and it looks like play action, now the safety peeps to the backfield, and he's so good at stopping and starting and going for that split second, he's able to come out of breaks and do things. 
I think he's a better runner, route runner, out of two backs or or just in the, underneath the center because of the illusion of the runs, the low hats, the safety sucking up, creates those middle of the field, a lot of mismatches. Right now, teams are just sitting back and dull him, and I don't think he's – I think he's better served when so the car is under the quarterback, under is, center. This is fascinating. So you're saying Derek's finger problem not only is impacting the running game, but it's also impacting the way they're rolling coverage to Amari? Absolutely. What, take a look on how yeah, when Amari's getting doubled and stuff that. and how they're staying. Because the safety doesn't honor the run now. Now he's peeping right well, in the backfield. Well, also this. is They're playing more seven-man front against us. They're basically saying, you know, Kansas City did this too. We're going to play a seven-man box. You're not going to beat us throwing the football. Let's see if you can mano-mano us and see if you can beat us running the football. Sure. And that's why Latavius was able to get some of those big chunk runs. It's because yeah. they're a seven-man front. He did it in Kansas City. He did it in this game against San Diego. And yeah. he also quick-snapped him on the big 33-yarder. The Chargers weren't ready. But what you're saying, Lowe, is fascinating to me because I really hadn't zoned in on that, but I'll go back and watch it and study I think yeah. you're on to something. But the other part of it is, why Why does the play-action fake not work at all when you're in the pistol? They hardly even do it. When they do it, it just looks awkward, like it's really not It's not a play-action fake. They're just carrying out that action in the backfield. Why, why can't you give them a good play-action fake when the back's behind the quarterback and a sawed-off shotgun in the pistol? Because I can hit and I can read and I can see it. The ball, you got to realize, time to ball snap. 1,001. So guys is already engaged. They already got their head up. Time the quarterback touched the ball. So now, bam, time they already know this fake. That's why guys, that's why guys can play off Amari Cooper because the ball, it's being snapped. I can see it as a DB. I can back up and I can already. You got a split second. Yeah, you got that. You're talking about, it's almost like you got one extra second to read it. Yes, and I'm not. That's you're saying. That's all you need is one second. Then that's what, that's what Amari's good at. Stopping and going. That quick little step when he's underneath center and now he pulls out and he's throwing like run guys got it you talk to backfield to get your eyes on your work safety's the same way and now that split second of not stop pausing their feet that's what hinders Amari that's what hinders the offensive line and that's why teams now they're not falling for the play fake because they can hit and they can read it's fascinating I gotta study that more and see I think you're onto something now I expect more at home I expect a lot more at home against the Colts This was a home game, though, in San Diego. There was nobody yelling for the San Diego Chargers. It was all Raiders. Thank goodness for Jano having a solid leg, kicking four field goals. Good for you. You know, that's a great thing that we can depend on that guy because if not, we would have lost this game. It's too close, folks. The San Diego game was way too close for comfort for anybody that I know. But again, we got the W, and we're moving on. We're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Now, where that spot is depends on our next two games. So, along with that, the defense rose up at the end of this game and shut down Phillip Rivers. Cleo Mack, uh, number 51, Bruce Irvin was all over it. Uh, We... We are our defense is starting to gel, starting to become our pass rush is formidable. We don't have to pull a safeties in for some blitz packages. We can handle our business with our front four, which is an excellent thing. But we must get our offense back into the game. I don't get it. 
Maybe other teams are planning for it. Personally, I think it's Carr's hand, uh, but we shall see. But good job, Raiders. We won. We're in the playoffs. Who cares? We got the W. We are 11-3. and What a great place to be. And that is all I have to say about that. Let's get this pregame done, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's do it. The 7-7 seven and seven Colts, Indianapolis Colts, that is, come to Oakland, my blue ponies, on Christmas Eve at 105, the kickoff. It should be a beautiful day. Uh, a little bit of rain the day before. The field will be horrible. It will be soggy. It'll be hard to get a footing on either team, which is good for us because uh, Frank Gore doesn't seem like he's lost a step. Played for the 49ers, an awesome running back that Jay picked up and has really turned into the same guy he was in San Francisco. He is a formidable running back that if he gets into the secondary, he's going to blow out eight, ten-yard runs every time. We must stop Gore in the backfield. We cannot let him get a steam, a line of steam going, because if we do... They will run the ball all day long is what they do. They'll run the ball every play. And then Luck will pick it up anytime he wants. This is what their game plan is going to be for us on Saturday. Andrew Luck is the fifth-rated quarterback in the league, and Derek Carr is number six. I don't know that if that means anything, but I do know this. The Oakland Raider defense is rated number one in a turnover ratio. We're plus 15. We are the best team in the NFL when it comes to turnovers, and we will need them all in this contest. They are playing for their life, as we should be playing for our life. Now, I say that, but like in San Diego, it didn't look like we were playing for our life. But I, I don't know what it's going to take for these guys to step up to that level because like I say I've said it for the last few shows we can't go into the playoffs with a hacky team and trust me the Colts are a kind of a poison team that can come to Oakland and beat us what are the areas of the football team that are concerning you the most here offense we have to score more points you can't get away with kicking field goals agreed I mean, we were one of the best red zone offenses earlier in the year, and all of a sudden it seems like we faded a little bit when it comes to scoring you know, touchdowns in the red zone. That's not happening right now. So, hey, we can say Derek has had his finger. It was cold in Kansas City. We can make these excuses, but Andrew Luck's coming to town on Saturday, and he worries me. That team is playing good football right now. He scares the living crap out of me. That's how much I think of him. He is a brilliant player. They can beat us, even though they're only 7-7. Seven and seven. Andrew Luck does have a, 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 a habit of holding on to the ball a little too long, which is really good for us. But T, that gives T.Y. Hilton enough time to get down the field, and they will go over the top on us all day long if we let them. This is our Achilles heel. 
If we can't get to Luck, which we should be able to do, his offensive line is is cheese. It's holy. It's terrible. We should be able to force some turnovers on this guy, take the ball away, and take this game over. I expect the Raiders to beat the Colts at home soundly on all levels of this game. Now, Derek Carr still can't play under center because of his finger. They've been trying him under the I guess it's not working. So the pistol offense, which really doesn't do very much for your run game, is going to be the deal. And on a wet field, we need to run the ball. Well, whatever happens, I know the Raiders know that this is a must-win game. Now, we're in the playoffs already. Yes, we are. But do we want to go play somewhere else? No, we want two home games right here in Oakland. We're crying out loud, they're only going to be here for a short time, I think. So why not have it happen right here in Oaktown? Now, Super Mario should be back for this contest. He's been practicing every day. Seems like he's back on track. Get him in some football shape. Hopefully, he'll be able to go in the game, make a big difference, which is nice. We always need that extra rotation in the defensive line, which will be very nice. He can be a disruptive player, and I think now that he's healthy and we've given him a chance to heal, he will definitely prove some benefits in this game against the Colts. Now, I'm saying this is what the cheat, this is what the my blue ponies are saying. They need to score, and every game that they've won, they've scored early and a bunch of points, and they've just ridden it all the way to the win. We cannot let these guys get up on us and try to come from behind. It's just not, we've been doing it, but I. why do we do it? We should not do it in this game. This team is not that good. They're 7-7, seven and seven, and they're not that good. Now, the Colts have a pretty good defense. They've had some pretty good pass rushers this year. Uh, one of them has 10 sacks already, so Carr's going to have to get the ball out quick, quicker than he has been in the last several games since he hurt his finger. This is a game we should win hands down. We need to dominate this team. This is the confidence the Raiders should come into this offseason with. Get to go into the playoffs with some momentum, man. We need some momentum on this doggone team. And the only way it's going to happen is if we soundly defeat someone and build that confidence back up because the offense is offensive. They have not been themselves in the last two contests, and I don't know what's going on, but Musgrave better figure it out because I've had enough with that guy already and his funky play calling. So in my mind, in order for the Raiders to really dominate this game, they need to get on the defense early. They need to get the defensive game going and shut Luck right down. Demoralize him and his team early. Keep them out of the end zone. Keep them off the field and run the ball the rest of the day. Murray, Richard, Washington all day long. Little passes here and there are fine. We should run the ball down their throat all day. This should be our winning strategy. Because if we let them get up, this is how they win. We cannot allow this team to score early. We can't allow them to score often. We've got to put luck on the ground a few times, make him have happy feet because he gets them, and he starts throwing interceptions, get those turnovers, and turn them into touchdowns, not field goals. 
I'm saying the Raiders win this game 28-12. That's it. It should be that kind of a blowout or even more, at least 30 points maybe for the silver and black. We bet we got to win this game, folks. This is very crucial to where we end up in the playoff picture. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it is time for the Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on it. Uh, one more thing I want to say before we do the Bone Line. Mario Edwards, Super Mario, will be back in this game. I don't know how many snaps he's going to play, but he's going to play. That should make a huge difference in this contest. All right, who's first? Our first caller is B-Town Raider out of Bakersfield, California. What is going on, my Raider brother? B-Town Raider here, calling out of Bakersfield, California. Uh, It's Monday. I tried to call yesterday, but the phone lines are busy. I'm loving it. Uh, It was ugly. It was a little disappointing, but a win's a win, and great teams find ways to win the game when it really matters. Going to the playoffs, uh, how long has it been? 14 years since the playoffs? Anyways, uh, can't wait to see what we can do going forward. Uh, Going to keep it positive. Go Raiders. Beat Town Raider out. That pretty much sums up my impression of the game as well. I was hoping they'd come out and just destroy the chargeless, nutless, boltless chargers. But... It was a nail-biter, and I guess that's our season. We better get used to it. <laughs> Stock up on high blood pressure meds, because you're going to need them for the playoffs, foes show. Great take, brother. Thanks for the call. And our next caller is Raider Red from Southern Illinois. I know it's cold there, bro. What you got for us? Raider Nation. Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is Raider Red here in Southern Illinois. Playoff 2016, man, we did it. The Raiders are in there, and I cannot tell you how happy I'm in for that. And I can also tell you how absolutely scared to death I am of it. For the season, as of right now, our beloved Raiders score 27 points on average per game. The defense scores, not the defense, but the opposing team scores 24 points per game. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. They have got to get it together. I'm glad the defense seems to be doing better, getting it going together, getting it going on. But where's our offense been the last two games? It's definitely taking a nosedive. And for us to be a Super Bowl competitor, to be in the Super Bowl, which we found a way to win somehow, some way, which is great. But we have got to be able to get a lead, maintain a lead, and stop dropping passes, fumbling the ball, doing stupid plays, less great running things that don't work when you're a yard away from the goal line and you can't take these huge backs we got and beat it in the end zone over four plays. You want to keep passing it that it doesn't work? Wake up, Musgrave. Wake up. But uh, what do you do from there? I don't have much else to say, but, uh, you know, thanks for the uh, close heart attack again, you know, for the – 14th time this season and there we go I don't have much more to say but thank you Raider Randy 
thank you, Raider Greg, for everything you do and keeping us close to the silver and black. I love it. I look forward to this podcast every week. And uh, that's all I got to say. Let's hope we can get these offense and this defense together. And go Raiders, Raider Nation for life. I'm out. Very well said, bro. Very well said. You know, these heart attack games are killing me too, but we're winning. So I'm okay with that. (laughs) But, you know, you're very right about the way our defense is playing. It's stepped up big time, and the offense has disappeared. The same thing happened last season, and my idea last year was the fact that the offense never changed. You have to change a little bit. You have to change the run. You have to run more, pass more. You have to do something different towards this part of the year because people figure out they work their angles against you. You have to flex a little bit, do a little bit different stuff. I mean, we have the basic plays. We should expand the playbook just enough to uh, fool some teams. That's what we need to be doing this time of season. And I don't know if Musgrave is up to it. Let's hope he is because – I'm loving this ride, bro. I'm loving it, no matter how much my blood pressure is up. Thank you for the call. And our next caller is the Raider Junkie. I love this cat. Cool cat. Great fan. And he was there. What's up, brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is the Junkie here, just getting back in from San Diego. And, oh, my, was it a blast taking over the house again. Hey, I want to thank San Diego for making their casa our casas. All to you guys. Thank you so much. We had a great time down there Saturday night before the game, pre-party down at the hotel with, at the Hanley Hotel. See, uh, a lot of people down there, a lot of the Raider Nation was coming in from everywhere. I mean, they were here from Vegas. New Mexico, Arizona, Vegas, up north. They were, they were just, everybody was there. We had a great time Saturday night. Hey, everybody was tailgating great on Sunday. It was lit with nothing but Raider fans. I was in line for 40 minutes to an hour to get inside that stadium. And every truck and car, I ain't, I, I ain't kidding you. We had Raider flag, Raider fan. We just took over from outside the stadium and inside the stadium. It was off the charts. And it was more crowded than last year. They said it was something like 68,000 people. And I say 80% or 85% were nothing but Raiders. But anyway, um, the game started off a little slow, you know, and especially in the first quarter, too, with Latavius Murray, you know fumbles the ball, um, you know, we're here driving, so it was recovered, I don't know, somewhere like the 5 or 10-yard line or something. So that stalled us, but um, we came back, we got a field goal. And then uh, second quarter, you know, uh, we were, were fortunate. Um, we, we came back, we tied the game with a 13-yard TD right before uh, halftime uh, to um, Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree came up with a big one on that one. That was, that was a good catch. Man, and uh, they reviewed it. It took a long time, but uh, he was in. You know, Raider crowd was going crazy, crazy. And uh, anyway, going in, going into second half, we always knew that hey, our, we are second half team, so you know that we were expecting, uh, you know, the offense to you know step it up and you know uh, blow it out because we had shot ourselves in the foot two times. You know, could have some scores instead of selling for field goals. But hey, it is what it is, and. Um, Chargers started the second half, man, by um, kicking that ball, remember, out of bounds? 
And then we started just moving the ball down the field. And uh, we just, I thought we were going to score there, you know, but hey, it is what it is. And uh, we, 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 were, we were trailing 16-13 third quarter, no problem. We came back four quarters. Defense held up, did their stuff, you know. So, hey, uh, uh, we gave Janikowski a chance to, to win the game, which I think we could have scored a touchdown on that. We, like I say, just misfortunes and stuff. But, hey, as long as we get the win, Janikowski makes it, we win. Great, 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 great. It went wild. We were wild in Oakland. Man, compared to last year, which we won the game a little bit better, this was more of an L-biter. But believe me, when we left that stadium, it was rocking again, bro. Everybody was just yelling out, Raiders. So you guys saw it. Hey, we're on the playoffs. Can't believe it. I'm so ecstatic. I can't wait. And if we have a playoff at home, Raider Gray, I'm going. I don't know. I might just go for the tailgate, but I'm going to be in Oakland. So, hey, shout out to our team. Yes, we're finally a playoff team. No more contenders or pretenders. We're in the playoffs. So, hey. Until next week, let's try to get these two games. Hopefully, we can get a game in Oakland. That's what I'm hoping for. So I can go down there again because I'd like to see them one more time in the playoffs. Yes, baby. All right, man. I'll let you guys go. Talk to you guys later. Raider Nation, we're on the rise. Out. Very good call, bro. Now, here's the guy right there in the middle of all of it. You know, it's funny, too, because they call it Raider Week down in San Diego as well. I call it Raider Week, where all their season ticket holders sell their tickets to Raider fans and then complain about it. <laughs> they have the worst fans in sports. They always have. This is nothing new. And we have the best fans in sports. That's a, that's a travesty for them because, you know, we did what we do in San Diego. We just took over the house. And I've been there. Uh, Raider Junkie's been there a few times. It is amazing. If you haven't been to a game there, that might be the last game we play at Qualcomm. I think the San Diego Chargers might be moving to L.A. Oh, well, we shall see. Thanks for the call, brother. Great description of the events of the game. And our next caller is Raider Rick. He's freezing his you-know-what off in Utah. What's happening, bro? I know it's cold, but it's that time of year. It's playoff time. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Rick from Utah in the snow cold, cold weather. About zero degrees uh, right now. Uh, it's Monday evening. Been trying to call since uh, Sunday after the game, and it's been busy, and for good reason. We are in the plus. Yeah, 15 years and we've been in the playoffs, baby. Hey, you know what? I think it's even better to – this shuts up all the critics saying, well, they can't do it. Well, somebody like that can't do that, can't do it. Well, they did it. What did they do? They did whatever it takes to get the job done. They did it and did it and did it. So, you know, all those haters and doubters on there can just, you know, go hating down on somebody else because the Raiders are back. And I think I called when I called previously a couple months ago, not just on this bone line, but on other ones, I said that there's a good possibility that the Raiders would go 12 and four. And there was a couple people that said, nah, 
we won't go twelve and four. I'm thinking ten and six or eleven and five. And uh, you know, we got eleven wins right now. And I think we we sweep it. But uh if if we even split one and go one win one and lose one, my prediction at twelve and four was right. So I just wanted to thank you guys for the opportunity to get on the bowl line. Um hope I get on the show, but if not maybe a second uh, show with just the bone line because I know you had a lot of people but this is a happy Raiders fan I remember when they went to the Super Bowl in 2002 so it's been that long anyway uh, we've got a team uh, there's a couple of uh, holes that we need to fill on defense you know maybe linebacker positions a couple corners and some defensive linemen hope we get Alton Smith back Mario Edwards back and I just had a small question for you. Now that we're in the playoffs, once we play Denver, should we rest Derek Carr if we get a first-round buy and home field advantage? Anyway, thanks. Raider Nation, out. Well, thank you for the call, bro. And, uh, well, as far as being in the playoffs and how many wins, I never would have suspected this many wins. Anybody who said this many, man, you're much smarter than me because I was looking at eight, seven, uh, especially the way we started the year, the way our defense was playing. It was ugly. You guys remember? But we continued to win games in the last quarter, I think eight of them this year so far. Amazing team. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it, and I don't have to get it. I'm just riding the wave, bro. And as far as resting car, no, I think uh, all of them deserve rest, but I think you got to stay on top of your game, especially this time of year. Uh, there's no rest until you're done with that last game, which should be the Super Bowl. I'm hoping for this team. So, uh, no, there's no rest for the weary. Let me tell you right now, they need to continue to press on, practice, continue to get better. It's not like we're in a position where we're dominating other teams. No, we need to stay on the practice field and keep this thing rolling. Um, I'm not. I'm not thinking that rest is what these guys need. They need to be out there working and getting it done. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Mania. He's in the house. What is up, my brother? Brother, brother, brother. First time caller. Just found the podcast maybe about three weeks ago. Raider Greg, I'm so glad that you can be a Christian and be a Raider fan, brother. It feels so good to wear the silver and black. Through all the all these years, man, it's been a long time coming. This game against the Chargers was a great game, bro. Looking back at that last play when Phillip Rivers threw that ball and Reggie Nielsen caught it and sealed the deal for an interception and to win the game. 11-3 on the road to the playoffs, brother. And guess what? It doesn't stop there. We're going straight to the Super Bowl, my prediction. We have to finish strong with against the Chiefs and also the Denver Broncos. Here we go, brother. Raider Nation for life. One question, though, brother. Where can I find you on Facebook? I've been looking. I couldn't find you. If you can give me the info. And also, it's also good to have a Christian quarterback like Derek Carr. We have the favor of the Lord, my friend. And let's go Raiders. Raiders! And this is Raider Mania. Take care, brother. Peace. 
Yes, it is also good that we have a Christian quarterback, and I think his faith is keeping him exactly where he should be. Humble, on target, classy, all the things that God wants out of us, bro. He's he's showing up. Uh, you know, the, he will grant the desires of your heart. I hope that he grants Derek Carr the desires of his heart, which would be to take the Raiders to the Super Bowl and win it. I'm sure that's what he's praying, and I'm sure that's what God is hearing. Let's hope that that comes true for sure. And if you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, go to RaiderNationPodcast.com. And on our webpage, there is a Facebook a link, so you can look down on the right side of the page and find that link and click on it and find us there on Facebook, bro. Uh, it be great to see you there. And thank you for the call. The Raiders are on the way. And our next caller is the Bluegrass Raider. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Bluegrass Raider calling in. Um, you know, 13 years. 13. Years it's been leading up to this. They say good things come to those who wait. Well, the Raider Nation, Raider Greg, has waited long enough. We are well overdue. There are some that say that we have the pieces, but we're not quite there yet. Well, we're going to see when we get there. The road to the Super Bowl is going to be through New England. I see that. I think we can take them. Because I think our defensive line can beat their offensive line. The Patriots are far from unbeatable. If the Bills can blank them, then I know we got a chance. Now, that may be viewed as being a little bit crazy, a little bit unrealistic, and that may be. I try not to get too far ahead of myself like that. I'm just excited. I'm jacked. Let's do this. Come on now. After 13 years, we're due. Let's go. Anyway, I'm just excited. I've been trying to call. I haven't made the show, but I keep calling. And uh, just wanted, just want you to know that I appreciate what you're doing, clean the show up, as I've said before. God bless y'all. Keep up the good work. Go Raiders. 13 years, bro. And let's just pay to put into perspective here. 13 years of losing seasons. Not just 13 years not making the playoffs, which is one thing. We haven't won, have a winning season in 13 years. That's a long time. We had two 8-8 eight eight seasons in there, and that was it. So to find ourselves at this position after 13 years, you better believe it's a surprise. And it's not just a surprise to everybody else. Uh, it's kind of a surprise to us, but... We're taking the W's and we're keeping moving, which is a great thing. As far as going through the Patriots, we'll probably have to go through the Rats. They are not unbeatable. They are totally beatable, especially with a team like the Raiders that could go on fire at any second. We must play better, though. we got to play better games. In the next two games, I expect us to play better football. We need, we need to clean it up big time. To get to the big time. But whatever happens, as long as we get the W, I don't care what happens, bro. <laughs> Thank you for the call and the props. And, uh, yeah, God is good, and he has been good in my life. And I'm sure 
He's been good in everyone else's as well, if you think about it. And a man who really needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him on anyway. It's my brother, Rita D, from the IE. That's the Inland Empire for all those of you who don't know. What is up, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is your boy, Raider D, from the IE. Um, call it, it's Tuesday. I, I set up and watched uh, rerun of the game last night and watched that fourth quarter again this morning. I don't know I'm going to work. And uh, I uh, tried to call in uh, after the game, but, but I'll be honest with you, man. You know, I don't know if a lot of these guys probably felt the same thing I did. I was... I was so freaking absolutely emotional that, you know, it might sound like I might have been crying or something, man. I, I'm so glad uh, that this team is is uh, gotten themselves in the playoffs. And um, I'm still kind of holding a lot of it in because, you know, there's a lot more work to do. We still need to win these two home games, these two last games, and, uh, and, and get that first round by. And uh, get a game at home in Oakland, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of work to do. We need to bring, you know, you know, we need we need to play at home before we go in. So I called because I, I wanted to give a shout out to some of the guys that uh, always stayed positive the whole time. Raider Truco, uh, Raider Jaime, you know, guys like that 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 no matter what happened, they always had something positive to say. Always kept their head up. And I think that we ought to try to keep doing that. Keep your head up, guys. Knocking on a team sometimes. You know, we got some work to do, bro. It's going uh, uh, to be ugly. But these guys fight, man. You know, game ball goes with Bruce Irvin coming through. What did he get? Uh, three sacks or two sacks? But, uh, man, I, 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 there's so many different things happen in that game. I know you guys, uh, I keep telling you, I, I grew up in San Diego. And um, I, I, I really don't like the Chargers, you know. I, I really don't like the Chargers. Every time we go and beat them, there's something special for me. But to go in there and black out the stadium, 90% Oakland Raider fans, um, and then beat them down like that, man, that was, that was, that was something else. That was absolutely awesome. So uh, I'll see you guys on the 24th at the, at the Coliseum. Come by and check you out. Raider Nation for life, baby. Raider D, and I'm out. You know, everybody's very emotional right now because of where we are. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm glad you pointed that out, bro, about the guys who have always been positive on the show. You know, I'm a talking head, and I get pissed. I just say things that come into my mind. And I've always been unapologetic about what I say. I've not always been right, for sure. You guys know that. But I do appreciate all the guys like Raider Jaime and Raider Chuko. And there's a bunch of fans that have called in on the show that no matter what we were doing wrong, they were being positive. And I certainly appreciate that. Um, it's a great part of the show. It's a part of the Raider Nation. We need all aspects in the nation, everybody. It's what makes us as strong as we are. We know our team. We know our players. We know our history. Unlike any other fan base. I mean, any other one. I can tell you right now, the Raider Nation 
is way more into all those aspects of this team than any other fan group that I know. Trust me, I've heard them all. I've seen everybody with their T-shirts and wearing their flags when their teams are winning, and as soon as they start to lose, it all disappears. That doesn't happen with us. So on that note, for sure, uh, this was a this was a struggle. This game was a struggle. We blacked out the stadium, but I would really like to see the Raiders come out and dominate a team. We're going to have to really step it up a little bit, like you said. Uh, we're going to be going to these playoffs. I'd love to get us that first-round bye. is so important to rest our players um, for that one week. It's important to get rehab and get ready to go and have extra time to plan for the other team. It's a huge thing. So let's just hope we can run this table. We can if we, we've done it. So we can do it. So let's just see us do it. I'll uh, be great, man. The 24th is coming up real quick. Christmas Eve. And that place will be packed. All right, brother. Thank you for the call. And our next caller is from Viva Las Vegas, Nevada. Raider Ron Dez is in the house. What's up, my brother? What's up, uh, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the rest of the Raider Nation? This is Raider Ron Dez calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, it is Tuesday morning. Uh, so I've had a little chance to digest everything, you know, and I'm still not over it. I'm still not over it at all, you know. I'm going to be, I can't describe the feeling. You guys all know how I feel. I was at the game. It was a Raider Nation blackout for sure. Charger fans, were there hardly any? I don't think so. I mean, barely from what I saw. Every, Every time I turned my head, I saw silver and black. That's all. It was a blackout. It was South Oakland, no doubt about that. Our crowd was rocking every third down. I myself was going crazy, slamming on everything I could, being loud like the rest of the nation that was there. And uh, I just want to, you know, cap off on everything, you know. Their car stretching out for that first down, Jack Dario challenging it. And that's great right there, you know. That's our quarterback. That's our head coach. I'm happy they're ours. Our defense, you know, stepped up when needed to. Bruce Irvin played like a beast. He's definitely earning his money. I'll tell you that much, you know. And, uh, you know, when that game-stealing game intercession happened, I, I just about lost it. I pretty much cried tears of joy, like I'm sure a lot of you did as well. We're back in the playoffs. Control their own destiny. Thank you, Tennessee. Mad props to them. Uh, I just want to say, you know, let's close out the last two games and let's win the West. Let's win the West. Let's go into the playoffs strong. I'm just so happy. Ready, great. Ready, Randy. All y'all, you know how I feel. Ready, Nation. We're back in the playoffs. Well, there you go, man. That is an emotional, honest appraisal of that entire contest. And the fact that we have been in the desert for, it seems like, 40 years, seems like forever that we've seen a winning season or a team we could really truly be proud of or heroes and and special players with special talents. I don't care what the mainstream media is saying about our team. Everybody's on the 
sack of the Dallas Cowboys. You, <laughs> the Dallas is getting all the love, and we're getting a little tiny bit, but I don't care. I could care less. Those of us that have been here in the trenches throughout all these years of losses can really appreciate this contest and getting a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. Let's run these two games. We have an opportunity that comes around once in a lifetime. we got to take advantage of it. This team knows it. I'm sure the veterans have come in and told them exactly what it takes to get it done, and this is what we're going to have to do. I love Del Rio. He does have grit. Carr, he does have grit. Bruce Irvin, he, Bruce Irvin has he took over the game, took over the defense. Three sacks, I think, he had in this game. The forced interception that he had knocked Rivers to the ground, knocked Rivers to the ground twice hard. And that's what it takes to have Rivers cry a river. Great game. Amazing contest. Bro, you have a reason to be emotional. It has been a very long time since the Raiders have been in this position, bro. Thanks for the call. All right, you've been asking for it, and now you're going to get it. <laughs> Our good brother, and you know he is because we love him on this show, Money Man has spoken. Raider. What's up, brother? Yeah. This is Money Man and Spoken. Yeah, I know it's been a while, Raider Nation. Y'all hadn't heard from the Money Man. But I told my people on Twitter, they would ask me, where was I? I told them I wasn't calling in until the Raiders clinched a playoff. So I'm glad to be talking on the bone line at this time. Because we there, baby. We there. <laughs> Man, I can't believe. But we there. And yeah, I've been celebrating the last couple of days. But I had to get this in, too. The Oakland Raiders are in the playoffs. That sounds so good. That sounds so good to me, man. Yeah, we there. We got some more work to do, of course, because we would like to get that number one seed, or at least hang on to the number two seed that we currently have. So we can't have no fallbacks against these damn orchards that we got to go up against the next two weeks. Get it done. Make sure Andrew has no luck in the black hole. And as for that other horse down there, I'm talking about John Elway, kick the shit out of his boys, too. But, yeah, man, it's been a good year for us. You know, we had you know, a couple of slip-ups, but the bottom line is we won a lot more than we lost. And, yeah, Carr did play very well for the majority of the year. Now, a couple of games I ain't too pleased with, but we got it done anyway, and he finished up strong. I know we got a messed up hand. I know we got, you know, his pinky, his pinky kind of looked up, but, hey, Get that situation resolved, and let's go into the playoffs and see what we can do. And saying that, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, 
I'm out. Well, you know you needed to hear him, and there it is. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr played terrible a couple games this year, but, you know, all in all, our team is coming up with some crazy miracles, man. It's a great thing, and I'm sure you know, too, as well as everyone else on this show, how long it's been since we've had a winning season. I mean, nine wins? Not happened. Not happened in 13 years. Nine wins, not in 13 years. And here we are at the precipice of going to the Super Bowl. We need to win these next two games. I love the little horsies. We got to knock both these horses right out and move on into number one spot. Got to hope that Denver uh, beats uh, the the, uh, Patriots. Somebody beats them. That'd be great. Uh, As long as we knock them down a little bit. Uh, Yeah, someone else earlier said uh, thank you to the Titans. I have to say thank you to the Titans as well for taking the Chiefs down. Uh, They need to lose again as well. We got it in our own destiny, bro. We need to just win two more games and then let the cards lie where where they may. There will be a playoff game in Oaktown this year. That is amazing. Thank you for the call, brother. I know how you're feeling. And our next caller is by any means Mario <laughs> from Simi Valley. I love that, brother. What's up? Hey, this is by any means Mario from Simi Valley, California. Man, it feels so good to be a Raider fan. I've been a fan for, for quite a while already, actually. I uh, went down to the game in San Diego, took the whole family down, so it was definitely electrifying. It was it was probably one of the best experiences I've had at a game where we actually, you know, got the opportunity to see the Chiefs lose um, before the game and also um, for the Raiders to just take over and, and the Raider Nation showed up at home. It was the home game definitely in San Diego. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely exciting. Took my wife out there, took my my brother, so it was it was very exciting times where I got to enjoy where we punch our ticket to the playoffs and enjoyed it with the family. So there's no better moment than that one there. Um, I actually have season tickets. I go to the games. I, I drive out there and drive back the same day. So um just shows that, you know, how excited we are, how, you know, how much commitment us Raider fans have and follow our teams no matter where they go and travel as long as we need to, to you know, to support our team. Um been, it's been quite a while, and we finally can say we're in the playoffs. So uh, I want to thank you guys for the podcast. I look forward to it every week and just wanted to throw out there, um, you know, big things are coming. Next two games are crucial. we got to make sure we beat those, you know, those Colts and also go out there to Denver in the cold and, and uh, you know, come out with another W. So we make sure to get that bye week and anything can happen from there. And like the Raider Nation supporting now, it's like, hey, by any means. So just want to say thank you. I'm out. This is by any means Mario. Thank you. You know, man, I love this call. I love your call for a lot of reasons. One of them is the family aspect of the Raider Nation, where I brought my kids and my wife and friends. And, you know, we've been coming to games for a very long time. And the fact that you drive from CV Valley, there's a lot of people who make that trip, uh, dedicated Raider fans. I mean, that's brutal. Um, I know friends here in the Bay Area that drove down when they were in Los Angeles 
Uh, I lived there back then, but they would drive down there for games and then come back home. The dedication of the Raider Nation is just unsurpassed. It the, the Charger fans can hold a tissue to the Oakland Raider fan. There's very few fan bases. I don't even I can't even think of one right now that is as strong as the Raider Nation and as we travel. The fact that you 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 combine this as a family event is amazing. Uh, the fact that we've been in the dark ages for so long, I'm sure your kids are like, we're winning finally, of course. They didn't see any winning seasons before. You know, they could really understand it. Uh, it's amazing. It's a great thing. I, I love the family aspect, bro. I love the fact that we're winning. we got to handle our business, but we got a playoff berth, man, and that is something to say for the best fans in all sports. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. What is up, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Jersey Boy Raider. Congratulations to the 2016 Oakland Raiders. Playoffs, baby. The drought is over. And I love it. Three words we hear a lot this year. Not only just win, baby, but also by any means. And that's exactly what the defense did once again. By any means, got the job done. The Ben don't break D. And I know they give you a stroke right there. They give all of us a stroke. But they got the job done. And I talked about it on a previous show, how how many times on that last drive will they step up and help us win that game? They did it once again. Rivers could have easily went down there and got a couple of big throws and tied up the game. And who knows what would happen. But you know what? Defense stepped up again. Number 51, Bruce Irvin. I love it. I love it. Awesome game. I think six tackles, a couple sacks. Just looks great. He's making plays. Max, definitely the defensive player of the year. But really great to see Irvin, you know, uh, pulling his uh, load out there and getting it done. So we're really going to need him down the stretch uh, in the playoffs. He's going to be huge for us. Um, and, you know, just going over to the uh, offensive side of the ball, Crabtree. Just an amazing game. Um, huge, huge touchdown there. Great, great catch. And another guy, we're going to use his experience, that Carr's going to be going to. You'll see a lot in the playoffs. So, Crab, um, just really getting hot at the right time. And, of course, Tay Train, what can you say? He is running the ball with authority. I just love the way he's running the ball. Such great vision. And um, if I could just take a step back from the last game, I don't want to be negative on this call, but that Chiefs game, and I think you said it, Raider Greg, and I couldn't get through last week, um, but I have to say, all you have to do there, Musgrave, run the ball on third and one, we would have tied the game and probably won. Just keep running that ball. They could not stop it. That still bothers me as a Raider fan. But I got to tell you, we didn't lose that game. We gave it away. So, rightfully so, the Titans win, Chiefs lose, we win, we get the rightful AFC West back. We deserve that. We deserve that. We have to win these next two games, and I think we're going to do it, okay? By any means, the Raiders are going to get it done. So we got to ask Santa, Raider Santa, for a win on Christmas Eve and then that following week um, on New Year's Day, uh, beating the Broncos. What would be better than beating the Donkeys in Denver and getting that first-round bye and a home game in Oakland? And last but not least, I have to say, just give the biggest shout-out to the Raider Nation in San Diego. It looked like the black hole. I just love it, man. You guys are awesome. I love to be out there. But I got to tell you, 
I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And if we get that first round by and we get a home game, I am getting on that plane and going across country. And I want to see the Raiders at home. Oh my God. It could just, nothing could be better. So Raider Greg, thank you as always for the blessings. And if I could just take a minute to, to tell everybody just to have a wonderful Christmas uh, with your family, loved ones and friends, stay safe Raider nation and just enjoy, enjoy this. This is, this is incredible. It's something we've been waiting for for 14 years. This is just the best time. There's, right now, it's a great time. As my dad keeps saying, it's a great time to be a Raider fan. <laughs> so with that being said, Raider Greg, thank you so much, as always, for all your prayers. God bless you and your family on this Christmas. And just win, baby. I love this call, bro. Very well done. You know, everybody is jacked up about us being in the playoffs, but, you know, I don't think other fans understand the drought, <laughs> the dry bones that we've been dealing with uh, for so very long uh, with the coaching and the the whole mess and the staff and all the issues that we've had in the past. And we've come to a point where we have a solid coach we have a solid team. We have good star players, and we've got the right attitude. Wow, what a combination. And to see this happen is just amazing. And th thank you so much for the blessings, brother. I certainly appreciate that. Uh, yes, and the Raider Nation does travel. And trust me, if we have a game at home, good luck getting tickets, bro. Uh, but you better start looking right now because I don't know, even if they've opened the tickets yet, I know we're – we're, we're set to get a couple. I believe they might even open up the uh, closed section at the top of the Coliseum. We'll see. If they do, there'll be a bunch more tickets available. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, pay close attention to those tickets coming available. I would if I wanted to go to this particular contest at home. we got to take care of business. It is exciting time to be a Raider fan. All you fans that have been wearing your stuff, Every day, every week, no matter what our record is, whether we won two games or five games or seven games, whatever our record was, where people were giving us garbage because, oh, the Raiders suck. Those fans, the fans that have stayed true blue, I've worn my stuff every day, no matter what has happened here. That's the fan of the Raider Nation. That's how we roll, man. We all roll the same. I love it. Thanks for the call, brother, and the blessings as well. God bless you and your family this Christmas as well. And our next caller is Raider Woody out of Orange County. What's happening, my brother? Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Raider Woody straight out of Orange County, California. And before I start, I just want to give props to Raider Greg. You know, a few weeks ago, a Raider fan called in, shared that his father had passed away, you know, who was also a diehard Raider fan. And as I listened, the first thing I thought of was the courage of this fan, you know, to share that with us. But also the words that you spoke to him, Greg, beautiful words and wisdom, bless him and his family. And I just want to say thank you for that. You know, it's people like you that make us, you know, one nation, one family, good times or bad times. Raider Nation always gets a bad rap, and it's guys like you that make this better, you know. When we first started the show with the new thing of no cussing, you know, and the prayer in the beginning, and I was a little skeptical. I don't know how it was going to go, but it's made the show so much better, and I just wanted to give you props for that. 
out of all the podcasts that Raiders have, you know, I really think this is a true Raider Nation podcast. The passion I hear in your voice and, you know, just the way you speak it. Two more words. Playoffs, baby. All the Raider fans that were out there in uh, San Diego, a.k.a. South Oakland, man, we really we really showed up, man. It was You could feel the energy out there. Uh, every one of the players in the post game, you know, said something about it. Even the coach said that in four years in the NFL, he's never seen something like that. And it was truly amazing to see. Ended this drought, beat the Chargers in their home, and, man, I couldn't, couldn't have written it better myself. Glad I was a part of it. When the referees said that that Crabtree touchdown was a slice of blue, I swear they're referring to the fans in the stand because there's only a slice of them, all Raider Nation. And I'm so happy about this win. It wasn't a great game by far, but, hey, 14 years drought has ended. I was in the seventh grade when we were in the playoffs, and, man, I was heartbroken as a kid. And I've been heartbroken since, but, man, I had a smile on my face all week, and I don't think it's going to stop. So, again, I just want to say thank you to Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, everyone out there. Um, let's enjoy this one, and let's get on to this next game. Thank you, guys. Raiders, baby. Well, first of all, brother, thank you so much for the props. Uh, yeah, it's tough to hear someone who has a loss. You know, that's what it's all about for me um, now, that uh, God is a great God. You know, he holds us in his hands. He holds the whole world in his hands. Uh, that's just not a song. Now, one other thing I want to point out here is, yeah, you know, we do get a bad rap. That's has always really upset me beyond belief that, you know, even when I wasn't walking my Christian walk, I mean, we got a bad rap. And I'm telling you, man, I have never felt so much at home, so much love, so much respect, mad good times, mad people just giving you cocktails, giving you beers, giving you food, wherever you go in the parking lot, it is a, like a big family. The Raider Nation, trust me, God is here. Trust me. Because the Raider Nation is the most diverse, the most amazing group of people that I have ever had the pleasure to be around. I'm so proud to be part of this community. Uh, it's amazing to be a member of it and to throw Jesus Christ into it because I believe he is very strong in the Raider Nation, regardless of what anybody else says. The, the things that he taught us are, are being lived every week, every football week, every day. Raider fans are on top of it, man. I'm going to tell you right now, don't believe the lie uh, about the Raider fans because if you're a Raider fan and you've been then you already know how awesome it is. Uh, what a great community. Thanks to the props, brother. I certainly appreciate that. And God bless you and your family on this beautiful Christmas season. And I love this guy. This is Raider Dan from KC. He's got to be happy, especially since the Chiefs lost to the Titans. That's got to be an epic downer for those Chiefs. <laughs> I love it. What's up, bro? Raider Gray, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. Merry Christmas to all the Raider fans out there. God bless you. Raider Gray, I would say all I want for Christmas is a playoff burst. Well, I got that for a present. Now I want one from you, Raider Gray. All I want to hear 
is Jack Del Rio, Coach of the Year, Jack Del Rio speech after we beat the Chargers. Go Chargers, no go. Go Raiders, yeah. Well, you got your wish. We did beat the Chargers, and there was a victory speech. For sure, we're gonna give everybody we play a full 60 minutes. We know that. One thing we know for sure, we are on our way. We just punched our ticket to the playoff. Next thing is, all right, this is what we have control over now. This is what we have control over, okay? The same thing we had coming into today. We have control over the energy and the effort that we all contribute to the process. We have control over our preparation, our recovery, and the way we're going to compete our asses off. That's what we have control over, okay? The other stuff, other stuff is there, okay? But that doesn't matter. Stick to the process. Stick to what we're doing. Believe in each other, man. We're going to strain. Hey, this is the NFL. There are tough games out there, right? It's tough. Every team has talent. It's tough. Embrace the strain, man. Enjoy the victory. It'll be a sweet ride home, man. Hey, it's going to be a sweet ride home. Let's go. Let's go. Raiders on three. One, two, three. Raiders. I like the fact that Jack Del Rio should be coach of the year for sure, without a doubt. Uh, Captain Jack was very explicit about not basking in the, the wonderfulness of, of getting a playoff berth. They're not done. There's work to do. I like that attitude. Because we do have work to do, but it's so sweet that the Titans beat the Chiefs. Amazing. You must be so happy. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, directly from Iowa, the Raider Warrior. He's in the house. What is happening, brother? What's up, Raider Nation? This is the Raider Warrior reporting in from Iowa. And it's so good to say, baby. Raiders are back in the playoffs. Look out, everybody. The comeback kids, the silver and black, the autumn winds are blowing, and I'm feeling it here in Iowa, freezing, and I couldn't be happier. My heart couldn't be warmer, even though it's negative eight out here, man. I am pumped. I am pumped. I am so pumped. I have been a Raiders fan in Iowa. My whole life, it's hard around here. There is some Raider fans, but we take a lot of crap because, you know, it's a lot of Midwest teams around here. The Raiders have been bad. Man, all the Raider haters in the Midwest have shut their mouths because the Oakland Raiders are the real deal, and they are back in the playoffs. And, oh, my gosh, I am just so excited about it. I am so excited about it. Let me say this. Seven Pro Bowlers, Raiders. All right. I think there's a couple of guys missing off that list, maybe particularly Crabtree. I think he's been exciting all year. Uh, maybe throw Marquette in there. But uh, seven Pro Bowlers, most in the NFL. Congratulations to the Pro Bowl and Raiders. Uh, we're coming off the what I'm calling the thin blue line game, the win against the Chargers, reclaiming first place, which 
couldn't make me any happier because my roommate is a dirty, dirty Chiefs fan. And so I was watching the, the Chiefs lose with him and then turn around and watch the Raiders win, take first place. I let him know, Raider Nation. I let him know who the realist is and who was back in first place. But the Raiders, after the Charger game, the thin blue line game, are back in the playoffs. Uh, wasn't the best performance by the offense, though. And, and I think this is becoming a bit of a theme. Um, I have never been a big proponent, uh, a big fan of Bill Muskrat. I do not like his offensive play calling. I do not like his style. I am one that, yes, people argue with me all the time, oh, they have a, a high-scored offense. Well, I think that the Oakland Raiders have more talent um, on offense, and, and, and the talent kind of out, outplays, you know, the play calling. And what I, what I particularly find troubling with Musgrave is you have, and I know Kraft didn't make it as one, but you have two Pro Bowl wide receivers, okay, an MVP candidate quarterback. There was twice in that game where Derek did a great job drawing the defense off, and it was first and five. And Bill Musgrave, again, refuses to take shots down the field. Both times he ran the ball on first and five, and both times he didn't even bring Latavius in, which he could have used as a play-action decoy. Now, when Carr's not in, you know, up under center, and, and you're in the gun or the pistol, it's harder to run the football. It's harder to get the play action. Well, those are perfect examples of when you got to take a shot, man. You have to take shots. The Raiders have not taken nearly enough shots down the field all year. Sure, you can claim maybe the conservative style offense keeps the turnovers down. Eh, I'm not on board with it. Too much talent. Too much talent. The Raiders have got to stop coming from behind. They have got to get out, put the pedal to the floor early, and start winning games from the beginning because we can't do this kind of thing in the playoffs. We can't do it. You know, it was a, they're the comeback kids, but eventually, you know, for lack of uh, for not trying to be a punny here, but, uh, you know, the car is going to run out of gas on that. You know, um, my, my tip of the hat to Ken Norton, uh, I was hard on him early in the season. I don't know if it's him or Del Rio that fixed the defense. The defense has played much better down the stretch. Room for improvement, of course. But you're getting great production out of guys like Bruce Irvin now. Uh, Perry Riley Jr., what a pickup. That guy's been phenomenal. Uh, Sean Smith, I am still, still not on the Sean Smith train yet. Um, not sure if it's schematics for him that's causing an issue. I don't know, man. But I do know this. The Raiders take care of business, win out, go into, take Indy down, go into Denver, take out the stupid donkeys, ride the donkeys all the way in the playoffs, number one in the division. I'm excited about it, man. It's exciting over here. Everything's going well for the Raiders. I hope they can keep it up. But congratulations, Raiders, Raider Nation. We are playoff bound. We have a winning season. We're going to the playoffs, man, and we have a chance to win the division. Couldn't be happier over here in Iowa. Raider Warrior, I'm out. Love the phone call, brother. I love it. First of all, the roommate situation couldn't be sweeter. <laughs> that must have been an epic day for you, an epically bad day for your roommate. How funny. And, yes, you know, you've heard me complain about Musgrave far too long. 
And Ken Norton has cleaned it up a lot because the defense, just like last year, though, the defense stood up tall at the end of the season and the offense just dissipated. We cannot have that happen this year. I'm just hoping they can find the magic elixir to start making smarter play calls on the offensive side of the ball. Ten pro bowlers. Yep, I forgot to mention that. Thanks for bringing that up. Ten. Count them. Most in the NFL. Our offense should be jamming. And it is just so lethargic at times. I don't understand it. Uh, The Denver game was kind of our most complete game. And I wish we could start throwing those kind of games together because that's what we need to do. we got to get out early and get on them early and stay on top of them to the very end of the game. That's the kind of way you win in these playoffs. Either way, who thought we would be here? I, I was just hoping for a winning season. And look at where we are. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But... It's just nice to be here. Just absorb it, love it, feel it, because that's what I'm doing. I love the take, bro. Thank you for the call. Well, Raider Nation, that will be it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Once again, let me say God bless the entire Raider Nation. You know I mean it. All those that are in need, all those cry out, that are in pain, that are sick, you know where you got to go, and I'm going to tell you, that is the place to go. I am so proud to be part of the Raider Nation. I'm proud of this team, proud of where we are. I'm proud of this show. We've been through some rough times here with the Raiders for many, many years now, and it's kind of a crazy thing to have a good year out of all these bad. It's crazy. I love it. I love it. I love the Raider Nation once again. God bless everyone. Merry Christmas to everyone. Be safe out there. Be good human beings. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.